Morning, sports fans, betters, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk everything from the daily news dump to games to keep an eye on, maybe some game lines to monitor as well, and we cap it all off with our best bets of the day in our competitive lay of the day. Before we get into today's episode, this episode is sponsored by Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit up to $600 of 100%. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use this show for those bets, and let's get into things. We first got to talk about yesterday's slate. Uh, it was a tough one, not going to lie. That's the way that betting goes. That's why you bet responsibly. Uh, never go outside of your means when it comes to that sort of stuff. But, you know, it started out with that Columbus game. They lost in a shootout. You know, parlays love to die when they had to do a shootout in the NHL. They did outshoot Ottawa 34-26. to The goalie did everything that he could. He only gave up one goal, but it just was not enough in a 2-1 to loss. Then we had Tampa Bay. They fell at home. After a day off and having Boston travel, they still fell 4-3. to three. Corey Kluber gave up 11 hits on the day, so it wasn't his finest performance. But, you know, we'll bounce back. Phoenix and New Orleans, they were able to hit the over last night for the lone bright spot. Even our backup, our juiced backup at minus 165, Houston lost 4-3. to three. Verlander was all right on the mound, but the Jays scored in the ninth inning. Uh, Vlad Guerrero crossing the plate there, so... You know, tough day when we're talking about the fans lay. They went two and one, just missing on that one. Atlanta won outright. Shout out to Walker Bailey for that pick. We had the under in the Bulls game. They certainly did not cover. So we're going to get right into that with our daily four news dump. Because we're starting with Atlanta. Atlanta won at home in a tight game, 111 to 110. They covered the plus one and a half. They uh, had the under by just one point. The Hawks led at halftime, uh, and then they fell behind big in the third. They looked like they were dead in the water, but they came back to win. They outscored Miami 34-25 to in the fourth quarter. All around, just a team effort from Atlanta. It was my concern coming into this series. Would Trey get enough help? And he had 24-8-4, which is probably not a great Trey game. It was all right. But then Bogdanovich with 18, Hunter with 17, Herter and Wright both had 13. When you're getting that collective team effort, it goes a long way, especially when you've got a player of Trey Young's caliber. Miami, they got 20, 10, and 8 from Butler. They got 24, 7, and 4 from Hero. But the big storyline from this game was Kyle Lowry exiting with an injury. That could be crucial for this team moving forward. He was one of their two key free agent acquisitions in the offseason. So we will see where his health is at. It looks like a hamstring issue, which could be very major for them moving forward. 
Our second one, we got to head over to that Milwaukee game. Boy, did they put a beat down on the Chicago Bulls. The Bucks blew them out 111-81 to on the road. Giannis had 18-9-7. Bobby Portis with a massive 18-16. and And everyone's favorite player, Grayson Allen, had 22. Drew Holiday, he had 16-6-6. All around just a great team performance by Milwaukee. They rallied around the fact they didn't have Chris Middleton. But the Chicago Bulls duo of DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, they struggled. DeMar had uh, just 11 points. He was 4 of 9 shooting. Levine had just 15. You expect 26. That's what they combined for. You expect that from them individually. And the fact that they didn't give that is a big reason why they lost this game. Nikola Vucevic was the lone bright spot for this team. He had 19, 6, and 3. But the Bulls need to figure it out quickly. This series we thought had changed when Middleton went down, but the Bucks made a statement. They punched them in the mouth. Now can Chicago rally at home in game four and make this a series? Our third one has to be that Phoenix and Pelicans game. 114 to 111. One of Chris Paul's best games of his career. Phoenix covers the minus two and a half and the over. But DeAndre Ayton, he is 28 and 17. Chris Paul, he's got 28, 14 and four. Then you got Mikhail Bridges with 17 points as well. All around the other big three that they have there in Phoenix showed up in a big way. And it was enough to win the game. Now, does this have cause for concern moving forward in the series? Can these three guys keep doing that? Because Brandon Ingram, he had 34 and 7. CJ had 30 and 7. Uh, the only guy that really didn't show up for the Pelicans was Jonas Valanciunas. He had just six points and 11 rebounds. You can't do that in the playoffs, especially when DeAndre Ayton's cooking you on the other end. He showed some huge promise in this game with that 28 and 17. So let's see. Can the Suns keep it up? Will the Pelicans be able to bounce back, make this one a series as well? And then our last one of the news dump has to be the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. This is a fun team event. You don't get to see many team events on the PGA Tour. But this one has two young guys in Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley leading the event. They are now heavy favorites to win the event at plus 120, despite having just a one-shot lead. And Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, they got the second-best odds, but they're three back. Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland, they fell behind big time. They're eight shots back. So this is Cantley and Xander's to lose. Let's see if they're able to pull it off in the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. So let's head over. Let's not look at the past. Let's look at the future now with some gain lines to monitor today. First one we're monitoring has to be over in the NHL, that Seattle and Dallas game. The Kraken just played last night. They lost 6-3 to three on the road. They're not a quality hockey team. We all know that. Expansion team, they're going to go through some pains over this these first couple of years. Not everyone can be Vegas. But now they have to travel from Minnesota to Dallas to play on a back-to-back, which means we could see a backup goalie. They are projecting Dryder to go Ottinger for Dallas, so they've got their starter going. Just see if they go back to Grubauer. If Grubauer is a solid goalie, the record may not show it, but he is a good goalie. This could affect the line if he does go. Uh, so one just to monitor in the NHL, see who actually ends up getting the start in net and bet accordingly on that. The backup, you got to roll with Dallas puck line. If they're going back to Grubauer, you might pop on the plus one and a half, maybe even plus two and a half if you want to throw it into a parlay. Over in the NBA, you got to keep an eye on Toronto and Philly. And the big reason to monitor this one just is the game time decision distinction on Scotty Barnes. And this is a weird one because 
We saw him in a walking boot just a couple of days ago. So is he actually going to be good to go? Or is Toronto just trying to, you know, psych out Philly a little bit, say that he may play, and then he ultimately gets ruled out? Uh, Toronto is at home for this game. They've also got Embiid that we learned this week has a ligament issue in his finger, so he could struggle as well. The Raptors, they lost to an Embiid buzzer beater. Now that they're plus three, this one might be betting depending on what happens with Barnes. If Barnes gets ruled out, you could see that line maybe move to plus four. I think it may stay there just because uh, Vegas probably thinks that he's not going to go. They they have a better idea of those sort of things than we do. So if Barnes doesn't go, that line maybe moves closer to the plus four, plus four and a half. And I would bet that given that Embiid has that injury distinction as well. You've also got to monitor Brooklyn and Boston just because another injury report. Robert Williams is a game-time decision. Shams reported that he could play game three or four. I lean for him to play game four. I think if he was actually going to go for game three, then we would hear that he's going to try and go and not throw in the game four part of it. They are minus three. I just, this is a tough line for me. Uh, We'll see later on in the parlay where we have them, but if Williams plays, that line's going to move, but I think Vegas is assuming that he won't. That's why they're just minus three. And the last one to keep an eye on, this is one that I would like to live bet today. That'd be the Brentford and Tottenham game. You know, this is a live bet opportunity because the Spurs come in. I believe they're minus 120 heading into this game. Uh, Wait until the 10 to 15 minute mark. You might get that closer to even when it comes to the betting side of things. And this is a crucial game because after my Red Devils lost this morning to Arsenal 3 to 1, it opens things up for Arsenal to have a six point lead on Tottenham. They have to get a win here. Brentford, they're a team that came up from the championship last year but they're a tough team and Tottenham's going on the road. That's why they are only minus 120. But I think you could get that closer to 110, maybe to even if you wait 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, So keep an eye on that line. Now let's head over to the big games on the slate. These are the ones that you got to tune into today. Regardless of betting, this just has to do with the most exciting games for me that are on the slate in sports. You got to start in the major leagues. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying that the Detroit Tigers are a must watch today, but it is because we might witness history today. This is all about Miguel Cabrera. He's just one hit away from 3,000 in his career. They got postponed yesterday. Great opportunity for him to go today and get that 3,000th hit in his career. It's not often that you see this feat. So the fact that you get an opportunity to today, I think it's a must watch for that alone. When we head over to the NHL, you got the Rangers and Bruins. These are two teams that are heading into the playoffs. Uh, They've already confirmed their spot. We may not see them in the playoffs play each other, but that's yet to be determined. Uh, Allmark in net. Then you've got Shesterkin in net for the Rangers. They're only projecting it at over under five and a half, which is low in the NHL. So they're expecting a low scoring game. We might see a three to two, three to one type scenario here. This will give us a good barometer of where these two teams are at heading into the postseason. And who knows, maybe you get a hot goalie and both of them end up facing off in the playoffs. That's yet to be determined. Then when you head over to the NBA playoffs, you got Dallas and Utah and you got Boston and Brooklyn. Dallas took a commanding two to one lead without Luka Doncic, which is crazy to think that Luka has not played in this series and they are still up two to one. This is a must watch because if they go up three to one, this would be huge for Dallas. They probably rest Luka all the way until the second round then. And 
<clears throat> this Utah team is very confusing. You know, Donovan Mitchell has been good. We've only seen Rudy Gobert attempt 12 shots in three games. That's absolutely dumbfounding to me. I know he's not an offensive guy, but you got to get him a few more touches than that if you want to win this series. So that's one to watch just because if Dallas goes up 3-1, to one, it's going to have implications around Luka. If it ends up being 2-2, two, two, does he go in Game 5? Do we see something different with how they handle bringing back Luka Doncic? We will have to see. And the other one has to be Brooklyn-Boston because I don't think a lot of people saw Boston going up 2-0 outside of Boston fans. But, you know, Boston is probably the better team right now, given the way that they're playing. But Brooklyn easily could have won either of those games. They've led both of those games, especially game two. They absolutely blew that one. So let's see if they can go home today, get a win, and actually make this a series because we know if they go down 3-0, this one's probably been put to bed. So with that, let's talk about the betting lines, why we're all here today, what we like on the slate with the competitive lay of the day. Now, all the plays that we give out here, it's always a three-teamer, no juiced odds on the three-teamer. It's one, minus 150 or better. This, These are bets that you can make just straight up, or you can put them in a parlay. It's completely up to you. These are just three lines that I like today that I think have a ton of value coming off a tough day yesterday. So let's start with Brooklyn Nets minus two and a half. I didn't go minus three and a half because this is going to be a tight game to me. And, and I don't want to have a backdoor cover at the minus three and a half or minus three. So we bought the half a point Boston that takes it to minus 125. As I said, the Nets blew it twice. Let's see if Steve Nash can actually make an adjustment. We have yet to see him make an adjustment in this series that has mattered for this team. Can Boston play that smothering defense that they did on Kyrie and KD? They've been taking a lot of flack over the last couple of days for how they've played. I like them to win this game at home. Big game for them. Season on the line, essentially. And so that's why I am rolling with Brooklyn minus two and a half. I got it at minus 125 on the books over at Bet99. So that is up to you where you find that line. Number two, Dallas plus six against Utah. Dallas was plus eight last game. They ended up winning outright by eight. So Vegas probably took a bit of a loss on that one. But as I said, Gobert's only taken 12 shots in three games. There is clearly dysfunction in Utah. It's just Donovan Mitchell going and attempting 20 to 25 shots. He's trying to carry them offensively. He gets a little bit of help from Bogdanovich, a little bit of help from Clarkson. Connolly hasn't played great this series yet. So let's see if Dallas can keep this going. They got a collective team effort. Jalen Brunson has had 41 and 31 points in the last two games. So I like Dallas to cover this at plus six. I think Utah is going to win this basketball game, but I think if they do, it's going to be very close. With the amount of dysfunction happening there, I see Dallas going on a run to keep it close. And that is why I like Dallas at plus six today. I just, <laughs> this Utah team is really frustrating to watch. Then number three, I like the Cincinnati Reds money line versus St. Louis. And you might think I'm crazy. They are two and 12 on the year, but I like Tyler Mall a lot. And he's at home for this game. Let's face it. They're, they're on pace to win like 30 games this year. That's not going to be the case. Even terrible baseball teams, they still win 50, 60 games. I think the Reds pick up a win here today. 
he is one of the lone bright spots that Cincinnati has. And so he's going up against Dakota Hudson and Hudson hasn't been great either. He's 0-1. He's pitched seven innings. He's got a 7.71 ERA. And, you know, people will say, well, Maul, he's got a seven point whatever ERA too. Maul's got 10 more strikeouts despite the same ERA. He's played Cleveland and he's played the Dodgers in his two starts. So he's played two very good teams. I don't think St. Louis is the caliber of either of those teams. And that's why I think Maul today, he comes out, he gets the win. The Reds get their third win of the year, which is crazy given we're almost at the end of April here. But I think they get their third win. This lay of Dallas plus six, of Brooklyn minus two and a half, and the Reds money line is plus 547. As I said, you can bet them straight up. You can pair a couple of them. Maybe you think I'm crazy on the Reds, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to roll with the basketball one. But bet at your discretion, bet responsibly, and head over to Bet99 when you do and use the promo code shooters at sign up. Now, when we're talking about the alt lay play, if rain delay or no play, this is one that is juiced. This line is always juiced because if you want to throw it in to beef up the parlay a little bit, if you want to pair it with just one of the other plays so you can get into the plus money range, you can go ahead and do so. That play for me is Cubs money line. They're taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's minus 170 last night. That's what it opened at. Hendricks going out for the Cubs, Thompson for Pittsburgh. Both got roughed up in their first start, but I think Hendricks is clearly the better pitcher in this matchup. The Pirates won yesterday, uh, but I don't think they're going to win many games this year either. This one is a good bounce back spot for the Cubs with Hendricks on the mound. So I would roll with Cubs money line at minus 170. That's the juiced line of the day. Uh, and bet at your discretion with that one. And so with that, we're going to head over to the hedge fans lay of the day. These are the three plays that I had submitted from fans of the show, uh, ones that they really like today on the slate. So let's start with Oakland A's money line versus Texas. This one's minus 130. Uh, they also sent that they like the under in this game. Yeah, I believe it's at seven on some books. It was seven and a half last night on bet 99. So if you can get the seven and a half, then I would find that and I would take the under for sure. Be Just to be safe, you don't want it to be seven and it pushes. Try and get that half point line. But I like this one for the A's today taking on Texas. This is also coming from a Rangers fan. So the fact that he doesn't like them to win today, I think is very telling. Then you've got the Minnesota Timberwolves money line at plus 110. Full discretion, this is a fan that loves the T-Wolves. And they are coming off of an absolute collapse, getting outscored 50-16 to 16 to close out the game the other night. But this game will determine whether it's actually a series or whether Minnesota maybe played above their depth in game one. I like the money line today. I would more so go on the taking the points line, maybe the plus three, just to be safe. But if you like it straight up money line, plus 110 on, on bet 99. I've seen it plus 120 other places. You can throw that one in there. And the last one, Tottenham Hotspurs money line versus Brentford. I really like this one, despite the fact that they're on the road. This is a must win. If they if they slip up at all today, then that could determine whether or not they get into the Champions League next year. Massive game. I would look at what Harry Kane to score today is, or maybe Son to score. You might want to do both of those. Hedge your bets a little bit. That's what we do here at Competitive Hedge. You want to hedge your bets sometimes. Those three plays take you to plus 590. So a little bit more juiced on the hedge fans lay. They did better than we did yesterday. They were two and one. We were one and two. So definitely go and check out some of those bets. 
As I said, bet responsibly. Have a great day today. It's a Saturday. What's not to love more than the weekend? Use the advice that you had here today. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us on social media. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning at 10 Eastern time for more of the Competitive Hedge podcast.